Welcome to Season 3 of the Knowledge from the Couch Podcast. More history, more people, more of the stuff that got you here in the first place. Thanks for listening. One, two, three, jump! Hey guys, welcome back into the Knowledge from the Couch podcast. I am Kyle, your host. Today's episode, uh, episode number 52, is a bit of a mashup between uh, the lovely and wonderful Aaron Hoag's uh, All Things Action videocast and, of course, my very own podcast, the Knowledge from the Couch podcast that you're listening to now. Uh, we mentioned it during the show, but spoiler alert, we recorded this directly after we recorded the, um, 50th episode that's already, um, that is already out a couple of weeks ago. So obviously if you're the, the type of person to get weirded out by, I mentions and timeline issues and all that crap, well, I am, uh, certainly apologetic towards your plight. Um, but besides that, this one is really not anything like any of the other 50 plus episodes that we've put out there. This one is a lot more uh, just chilling, relaxing, conversational with a buddy. Uh, we talk more the stuff that he does on his show, more of the popular culture, more of the the movies, uh, the, the, the things like that, that he talks about more on his program. We then get into on this show. The first probably half an hour of it or so is just us shooting shit as per the usual and then the rest of it is really kind of Aaron taking the reins and um, doing his show, asking me questions. And I try my very best to uh, sit on the interviewee's side during my own show rather than the interviewer or solo either way. So I hope you guys enjoy it. It's a long one. But if you've got nothing else better to do, say you're working out or you're at your boring job that you hate and you just you know get the the luxury of listening to podcasts while you're working, then go ahead and enjoy this very lengthy uh, edition of the Knowledge from the Couch podcast. Guys, episode number 52, The Mashup, featuring Aaron Hoke. Guys, Knowledge from the Couch podcast, stick with us. So this is a very, very special episode. Uh, if you're a kid of the 90s, you'll be very familiar with very special episodes of all your favorite sitcoms. But we're not. Well, we might. But we're probably not going to talk about drug abuse and like young Captain children. Planet? Like Captain Planet? Like Captain Planet. Or like, uh, look it up, you fucking millennials. <laughs> or like, uh, what? What? What's the show? Um, 
like different strokes and that little, that guy's like diddling little boys and shit. It became a very special episode. And that guy oh, oh. touched me. Oh boy. I think more of the nineties, it's probably like uh Fresh Prince of Bel Air where uh his dad where abandoned his dad him. Abandoned. That's that's pretty that's why doesn't he love me? Why don't he want me? That's why, sad. Why don't he want me? It's, it's uh, go to YouTube and look it up and you'll be sad as fuck because Will Smith did a pretty good fucking job with that with that particular scene. That now. particular scene got him independent. It made him <laughs> maybe. Oh fuck, I don't know. Made him no, it, it made him that up. it made him Will Smith that we all know and love even today, even if his kids are fucking weird. Why don't he want me? Why don't he want me, man? Statue, Uncle Phil. <laughs> so anyway, this is a, a very special episode of the Knowledge from the Couch podcast. You might call it a mashup if you're that type of person, but you'll yeah. be familiar with this sort of thing because um, previously on the All Things Action podcast, many, many, many moons ago, we did a sort of uh, mashup episode between our two shows. It's a video cast, by it, the way. Uh, did I call it a podcast? That's okay. Oh, right, well, I love you podcasts. Fuck. You bitch. <laughs> You motherfucking bitch. Uh, the All Things Action video cast. I notice when we get together, there's the curse word amplification it goes gets, way past goes, 10. Yeah. Way past 10. Well, of course it has to. Yeah. I, I love I, it. I feel like when I first started this podcast, uh, uh, another buddy of mine, uh, uh, Aaron Hall, if you're listening, I'm going to call you out a little bit. <laughs> He, call him to the mat. Super supportive of the show. Uh, it, as supportive as anybody uh, is. As supportive as the guy sitting across from me. Aaron Hall has been just as much. And honestly, dude, if you want to be on the show, come over to the house. We'll talk about fucking Nikola Tesla. I think he, he might have actually mentioned that he wanted yeah, to talk about him. So should. that would be a wonderful uh, segue from what we just did. But anyhow, <laughs> early on, and and you'll remember this, early on like when we are talking about shouting into the void and going, I hope somebody's listening. And I would always say, hey, if you like listening you have any feedback like if you have subjects you want to talk about or if you have like things you like and don't like about the show let me know i want to hear about it and that's kind of a testing the waters way to see he who, right. who responds and who actually listened to like what i asked and he is older older school than we are like you kind of respond to me a lot on facebook which is what most people do he right. fucking actually emailed me which is hilarious it's like you know kyle yeah <laughs> Click, click, click. Yeah. The problem with the show is click, click, click. Well, it's funny, too, because he was, he's Aaron is so positive about the show with me, but his one criticism was that I cussed too much, <laughs> which is funny because that's always been his biggest criticism of me in general. I think every time Aaron Hall and I hung out, I, I would curse a great deal, and he would, in a very fatherly way, uh, like, you dis- don't need to do disapprove yeah. of it, especially because there's always there always happened to be like children around, I'm sure, because yeah. we'd be eating out like Old Chicago or Buffalo Wild Wings, and he's like, fucking strong. And you're drawing a blind eye to the yep. fact that there's yep. like 12 year olds across from you, and you're talking about, yeah, yeah all I'm sorts not of a father stuff. of children, but he is. And then, you know, he knows just, you know, I'm, I'm just getting right. drunk and cussing. And, and so, belligerent was, is the word. Belligerent. I was becoming a, a very aggressive. And so, I want to fight I'm, you. <laughs> You bitch, fuck you. <laughs> so, you know, it, that was as funny uh, how you mentioned, you know, the, the cursing goes up straight to, yeah. to 10. When I first started the show, I, 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 when I first did it, I was like, okay, let's see how professional it is. But I was like, I want it to be my thing. You have to keep it, yeah, in your life. I want it to be like, yeah. hey, when people listen to this, not they're only, talking to me. Yeah, not only yeah. are they getting a story, but they're getting me right. with it. And if they know me, it's great. If they don't know me, they get a, a glimpse into my personality and kyle likes to curse i do like to say the occasional f word yes but sprinkle it in interestingly enough after i took that criticism from uh, i kind of knew that that's what i was doing but then i started to take it more seriously going you know what i think you're right 
I should start to clean it up a little bit because, you know, if I if anybody's going to listen to it, and I always tell Eric, like, don't let your kids listen, but he lets them listen anyway. Oh, yeah. When I blast the F word. But I have done it a lot less frequently lately. Yeah. Uh, I think that's just a matter of doing 50 fucking episodes and right. going, oh, now I know, like, where I was filling in voids with cuss words. Right. Which I'm just exactly doing right now. And <laughs> fuck oh, these fucking words. <laughs> and, and and so, you know, I, I've gotten away from that. But now that we're together drinking beers and talking, it's yeah, just comes I think, stra- it comes straight back. Like yeah, I think just, alcohol yeah. plays a huge role in it. And then the other thing, too, is they're just words. Yep. You know, and, and that's the thing. Words, words have powerful mm-hmm. meanings behind them and words can do amazing things and words can do destructive things. Here's the deal. Life is too short to censor yourself all that much. I'm going to tell you right now, stay away from the ethnical things. You know, <laughs> like you don't need to use the N word, right? Yeah, try not to. Yeah. I think there's no good reason to yeah, if you're exactly. Uh, yeah. And there's, you know, obviously you don't have to get too descriptive into things, but sailor talk has been around for eons. Yep. And so who are we? To sit here and be all high and mighty and to highbrow these words like <laughs> let's embrace them, right? Especially after a few beers. Yes. And it's it's a beautiful thing, you but know, and it's okay. For it's sure. Okay. For sure. When you when you hear the show and you see it posted on uh, Apple Podcasts, there'll be a little red E next to it for explicit. That'll be a uh, completely legitimate. And this actually, one's definitely going to have an I, e. It's going to be a bright red E. I put it with every episode because uh, Apple actually sometimes if you... uh. If you are explicit on your show, but you don't say that you are, they will fucking flag find you, you and take your show down. I'm like, yeah. okay, that's, but it's like R-rated movies. Uh, it's like, it's okay. If you it's rate a, it's an unnecessary step, but I get it. You know, it's like when you R-rate a movie because you have to. Your box yeah. office is probably going to be lower than PG-13 because less audience is available to see your movie legally because it's R. Yeah. So you you lose out on potential things. It's the same with podcasting. Like when they put it in E in. You know, podcasts aren't just for, you know, you and me. They're for everybody. And there's plenty of kids that listen to this. Sure. Plenty of adults. So the E helps people who are perusing say, oh, this is something that maybe is a little less than uh, appropriate for my my uh, the virgin ears of my tiny children. I, Um, you know, before you go any mm -hmm. further, I would love for you at one point to take one of your one of your podcasts. Yeah. And Deadpool to it. And um, <laughs> pull everything bad out of it, and just like, just re-release it to see how it sounds. <laughs> just like that would be uh, hilarious. Edit in me. like different words than all the yeah, all or the just like words. clip them out. So you know, like it's <laughs> like yeah, such and such was a fucking blah blah blah. It just say such and such was a blah blah blah. You know, like yeah, just, just, see, to see, just to see like, to see like the difference. And I think yeah. I think the the thing that everybody who knows you distinctly and directly would mm-hmm. be like is like. That's not Kyle. That doesn't sound like that's that guy. not Kyle. It's his voice, you know, but like, it's not him. It's yeah. it's like Mr. Rogers playing Kyle, you know. And so it's it's one <laughs> of those. I'd be honored things. if Mr. Rogers, rest in peace, by the oh, way. Oh my God, uh, played me. What a beautiful man. A good man. Yeah, beautiful. Man. A beautiful him and Bob man. Ross, uh, and and who else am I thinking of? Any other super nice man is like the Mount Rushmore of fucking yeah. nice people. Yeah. Rest in peace, both of those gentlemen. By the way, R.I.P. R.I.P. Bob. Uh, some uh, some uh, uh, happy happy. <laughs> Happy little trees. We make mistakes all the time. Happy, we call them happy uh, little happy mistakes. Happy little mistakes. Uh, oops! Uh, go ahead and get your uh, titanium white and you know your what? cobalt blue and I mix bet, them together. I bet. I bet. Real 
uh, adorable periwinkle blue. <laughs> I bet Bob Ross was a fucking sexual deviant. I mean, I'm sure. You see the way he banged that fucking uh, brush? Yeah. <laughs> dang, 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 dang. You yeah. just got to beat the devil out of your thing. I guarantee, <laughs> I guarantee he was a fucking demon. Well, of course. Of course. It's Bob Ross. But I mean, we're not talking about I? Bob Ross and his sexual <laughs> appetite today. <laughs> We could, but we're not going to. We're not to. going to, but maybe in a future oh episode God. when we when we talk, maybe we'll talk about this, Bob Ross's sexual demons. You know, we off off air we were talking about like episode fifty just being the prior one and fifty fifty one potentially being this one, Kyle. I can tell I can tell you already unequivocally, this is not your episode fifty one. <laughs> it might be. But no, no, no. <laughs> You can't control my show. I'll, I'll I do can't. what I want. All right, this is episode. 51. It might be. Maybe it's this not. is Shyamalan twist. This, no, I don't. I don't <laughs> know knows? where you're gonna put it, but um, yeah, Bob Ross's sexual appetite. <laughs> we could go deep into history. Of a lot that. like he did with some of the ladies, I'm and we sure could make it with. all up. Jesus yeah. Christ, man, that would. Maybe we should go that route. No, we're not right going now, to. We're not here going now, to. Here now, talk about. <laughs> I feel like we have different things I, that we should yeah, cover, but I, I think I we don't should have keep enough in the to, back of our to head. go that route. Yeah, we can't make up oh that God. much stuff about. I wish I what's could. What's probably a real lovely man for for twenty yeah. straight minutes. Yeah, we don't want to make Bob Ross out to be a no, sexual. He's deviant. a great man. Him and, and Mr. Rogers, good dudes. We want to remember him for who he was, not what he a was. A real nice Afro laden painter of a man. Uh, <laughs> as uh, we really got off on track there because we have about ten minutes just bullshitting. But, Zing! Uh, as I mentioned before, uh, we did a we did a mashup type episode on his uh, video cast where he sort of mishmashed into my stuff and talked about you know history on his show. Now, yeah. technically, the show that we just did that will be your episode fifty. Um, uh, spoiler alert: We're recording these back to back. I know the magic of of radio is now ruined for you, as like in the Wizard of Oz, I pull the curtain. Yeah, you pull the and curtain, and you now back. see the man behind the curtain. Do not mind that man. But I'm uh, the wizard with no pants on. That's right. He doesn't either. His, his <laughs> dick is wide open in my face. Oh boy! And it's so big. But you can not. you can imagine <laughs> not. It's like a button <laughs> in a thimble. You can imagine uh, the, the episode that we just did, episode fifty, is a lot like a mashup, anyhow. Because really, he came onto my show. We did a history thing, but you know, we talked together. So technically, it really was sort of a mashup. But now. This one is going to be a lot less formal, as you can probably already uh, surmise from this show. Uh, if they gonna, can't, they're a bunch of idiots. Yeah, you you aren't listening at all uh, to the show if you can't surmise that this, this is just that dead this, background noise where, yeah, someone's yeah. like fucking stirring the batter. <laughs> Amber, I'm talking to you. Yep. You're just fucking working that batter back and forth yep, in just, that fucking bowl. You're, you're not even paying attention. I'm, I'm right here. In. I'm talking. I'm you're talking. folding it's, the egg whites yep. in. You're folding the egg whites it's in. It's happening. Uh, this is going to be sort of a mashup between our two shows where I'm going to let Aaron take the reins a little bit uh, as we talk. And we're just going to chit chat about, you know, kind of more uh, uh, recent historic, uh, not recent, recent like uh, popular culture type of stuff. It'll be a lot more like what we would talk about on his episodes. But instead of in video cast form where you watch us talk and it's a whole thing. Yeah. Now it'll be just mic to mic. So you'll get it in, in my right. feed, in my format. So. Uh, if you don't know, if you for some reason skipped the last episode and you don't know who this gentleman is, you need to go back to yeah. number fifty. Go to fifty and fucking listen. Stop this one right now. Yeah. Go back to fifty. Listen to that one because, arguably, it it's it may be the best. There, it's not the best. Maybe the Shut best the fuck one. Up. Maybe Get the, the fuck out of here. I've Get ever out. done. Get out of here. <laughs>
Get out of here. Way out of here. It's up top five. Probably. Um, it's it's worthy of a fiftieth. That's mm-hmm. for sure. I th- I think it's it's definitely like for if, sure. If you were if you were going to like write this up in Hollywood, you'd have a, a really strong like fifty. And I hope you have a really strong like one hundred. One hundred. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hope so too. And, and and so I I hope that I I laid the groundwork for a very strong fifty. But what? Yes. Yes, you are. If you haven't <laughs> listened to that show, the other person talking that you are hearing, his name is Aaron. He runs the All Things Action video cast. You can find it on Facebook. Search for that very same phrase. Um, you've seen me on there a bunch of times. He is the host of that show. It is Aaron Hoag. He is with me today, and I'm going to let him yeah. kind of halfway take the reins, and we're just going to chit-chat about pop culture and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I hope you enjoyed, and if you don't, just turn it off now. I don't really... <laughs> Give a shit. Either way, maybe this is like bonus it. content. Yeah, this right is bonus here, content. We're not working all that you hard for the bonus content. Oh my god, you guys don't even know everything but. about what we just said in the last episode, where we were being so We've positive and it. nice to each other and talking about how we're professional. It's just all, all undone in this particular episode. Yeah. We are just gonna chit chat. If you like hearing two guys just talk about stuff, you'll very much like this. If you don't, then I don't care because it's really it's 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 gonna be uh, maybe non-canon. To my to my episodes canon, it's going to be an alternate universe episode. I, I feel like when we get together, when we get together, um, one of my favorite comedies of all times is Step Brothers, mm-hmm. and I feel like that is literally what we are in some regard. Is it, we are Step Brothers, and so and so it's one of those things where it's like it, it, he names the three people, and he's like. One you got to f, one you got to kill, one you got to marry, or whatever it is, and and so um, when we get our mashups together and we're doing them right, um, that is literally kind of what we what we're working with is yeah. like, dude, I got my thing, you got your thing. Yep. So if if people haven't, and obviously a lot of people have not been turned on <laughs> to all things action video cast, it it's a it is definitely not a success. I won't call it a failure. I would never call it a failure. Neither is what we're doing now. This is certainly, uh, this is, uh, well, this is way more successful than all things action video cast. Here you are at royalties. And I am on a fucking platform that should, should (laughs) be very more, uh, very much more successful. In in theory, not so much in practice think I think the problem is, is that there's, for every podcast, there's probably like, three people who are putting shit on YouTube. Yep. And and so it, it, it gets a little murky oh, out there. real saturated. Yeah. And and uh, YouTube, if you're listening, you guys need to fucking figure out how someone is able to put a video on that um, you can have copyrighted music. But when I use 30 seconds of copyrighted music... I have to redo my whole fucking video because you've decided that 30 minutes a, of video is going to negate the one hour of audio that it was on there besides that. So, uh, yeah, figure it out. It's guys. real tough on, uh, on the YouTube landscape with the whole yeah. copyright thing because most of the copyright claims on YouTube, as far as I understand, um, from being quite a YouTube connoisseur myself and listening and watching videos of, of various artists who... Uh, who get copyright strikes? Right. There's a lot of um, a lot of automatic bots and stuff that crawl YouTube and just kind of oh, yeah. detect these sort of things automatically and say, "Oh, whatever song you just used is a copyright claimed by the Universal Music Group or by Sony or right. whatever." And if you, it's going to be muted. And if you take it out of the the thing, we'll we'll undo it. 
But if you keep using it, you either have to a pay royalties. Um, yeah, you you either enable ads or pay royalties to whoever uses it, right. or b we're going to copyright strike you and we can delete your channel. Yeah. So, so just to I, I guess this is a good segue into the all things action video cast. Um, uh, pulling back the curtain a little bit. Um, this this isn't necessarily the all things action video cast side of it, but um, uh, apart from all things action, I I do a lot of youtube stuff yeah um, so like samaya who's my daughter she's 13 years old mm-hmm. she's on a, an avid soccer player she's an avid soccer player mm-hmm. to say the least she's on a uh, team here in nebraska in the u14 age group 2005 um they are the national uh, excuse me the state champions of their for of their soccer league. yeah for for mm-hmm. soccer in nebraska yeah. so it's it's Pretty at the impressive. top of the mountain mm-hmm. right um and so i created a video um, of their state uh, cup run where they they played you know four games and it's a mon- um, montage of yeah it's a montage of game mm-hmm. eight, eighteen minutes long the thing is it, it's, it's a, a lot of it's a lot of soccer content. it's yep. a lot of mm-hmm. it, it's a masterpiece really yeah. it's, <laughs> you might put it up next to yeah. the Mona Lisa as a I, masterpiece I, for I personally sure. would <laughs> um, but a man of so, culture so I thought well you know what I'm going to put this thing on uh, YouTube. And I'm going to use these four songs on there. Great, impactful songs. Mm-hmm. Um, they are all commercial songs, but they're not songs that you hear a lot but on the But songs radio that right are now. known. And they're copywritten. Copywritten. Yep. And so I I go on there and I see like, oh, um, such as such, uh, the, the song is being used by ESPN. So, well, shit, if ESPN's able to use it, I should be able to use well, it. Well, right? yeah. Even if, even if I just put the, the the notation on there and i i give credence to it and i, I you know and oh no no i no. put that thing up there and out of the four Not songs 10 fucking seconds later you oh are, i couldn't even post it you are struck. all four songs came up as being copywriting co- copywritten and i couldn't even i couldn't even upload it and so, so I all had to that go work back down oh the my god tube. let me tell you something about video editing for one minute a video content that gets has to get exported. Yeah, you're looking at at least probably ten minutes of 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 exporting, of rendering, and, and yeah, mm-hmm. and that's not even counting the upload for to YouTube to take. Yeah, so to render it from raw yeah. footage to yeah. whatever it is that takes a certain amount of time, yeah. then to upload it to the con to the to so the content something that was eighteen minutes. Place. Do the do the fucking do math. The math. One minute to ten minutes. Yeah. We're talking days here. Yeah. And so I had to go back through, take all those ones out. I had to export it back with generic songs yep. that could be used and then upload it again. Mm-hmm. It it was a full week yep. before I could actually do it, yep. you know? And it, the, the irony is it's like we're heading to regionals and I literally had to wake up at five in the morning on the day that we're going to regionals. Yep. Mind you, we're not leaving until nine in the morning to, to actually fucking leave. <laughs> and... Oh, and yeah, and I'm literally at five in the morning putting it on YouTube and hitting publish blindly, hoping that there's no fucking copyright infringements on the songs that I actually use. Yep. And I there's no way for me to promote this video. Yep. And so luckily, after it finally uploaded and I see it, I'm able to jump on Facebook on my phone and fucking upload it that, you know, like uh, publish, uh, promote it that way. And it's a whole thing. But here's the, again, it harkens back to why is it that someone else can use the same song, 
but I can't, you yeah. know? And, and so it's, it's just one of those bullshit things where it's like, if you're going to be clear and transparent, make sure that you're doing it equally with everybody. Yeah. I would assume that they, uh, those larger content creators, uh, pay some sort of base royalty fee to a company and they can just access their library. Whereas us little guys can't really afford. Or, or the other thing is Mickey Mouse has a fat dick. Yeah, that could be and the he case is too. able to slap unsheath that thing it. and just do whatever he feels like. Yep, that's the case. That's why I use a very, like you said, I use a lot of non-copyrighted music on mine. Because yeah. there's a lot of good sounding shit out oh there. Oh my God, and there's there are, so much there out there. There are a lot that's... of good artists who are willing to yeah. let their songs be used. So I yeah. just go that avenue because there's no shortage of that shit yeah to and, find. and that's what I was gonna it sucks because sometimes you want to put a cool you know modern or yeah. known song and yeah. it goes with everything you're like yeah cool and then you know you just can't i remember when i made a really shitty uh uh, uh youtube video back in oh this has been like 2007 or 8 or something when we uh at, at the university had our judo club going mm-hmm. i filmed a bunch of different like right. with my camera i filmed a bunch of different like uh footage of us doing st- practice and, and competition and stuff and I put it together and I put like a Breaking Benjamin song or some shit yeah. underneath it because that was cool to do at the time. Right. And then I put it on YouTube and it was totally fine. I actually checked it many years later and it was completely muted because it was a copywritten song. Right. And I was like, oh, well, I better just delete this because there's no fucking point to it being here anymore. But that was the whole thing. It was like, you didn't but how, even, you how didn't even think of it. How many views had it had by then? Oh, maybe 30, 40, okay. something like that. Nothing, yeah. nothing significant by yeah. any means. It was some just dipshit. But, but that's the thing that pisses me off yeah. is. is um, you know, like, I, and it, this is small potatoes compared to some people out there. So if you do have a YouTube channel and it's successful, please just roll your eyes when I say this. I've got videos that have like 500 to 1,000 to 1,500 views on it. Mm-hmm. It would crush me if it came back later on to say, um, we know your your video has been up for six years now, but we're going to go ahead and throw this yeah this little fucking infringement By on the it way, because now, now it's a problem. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like a, yep. no, this this is fucking terrible because a thousand views is big in my book. Yeah, if all things action video cast views got to a thousand, yeah. I don't know what I'd do. I I would think that I'd made it to the big time, especially yeah. if I was like routinely getting a thousand views. Per week, yeah. Oh, you know? yeah. You be if you're getting at least thousand plus a week, that yeah. means you got at least, yeah. You know, probably five to six hundred loyal people who Correct. are watching, yeah. which is pretty impressive oh, yeah. audience for really anything. I mean, my show probably gets per episode a hundred ish downloads. Right. I've had higher than that. I've had lower than that, but on average, it probably clears about a hundred for most of them. Yeah. I think I've just passed like the ninth thousandth total download. I'm pretty close to ten thousand, but I've been doing it for a That's year. That's pretty plus. awesome. Oh, thanks, man. But it's just one of those things where it's like I'm not big potatoes by any means, you know. So yeah, it's just the if I was really striking like big podcast numbers, like some of the podcasts, like Rogan probably knocks out a hundred thousand. Yeah, he in, in the yeah. first day or two yeah. listens, which is insane because right. he, but he's a big name, right? Popular podcast, you know. He's he's got the 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 top ten spot on his all the time. So yeah, I don't know. It's one of those stupid things where I I feel your pain, my friend. Yeah. I feel your pain. So when I first started this thing, I was like, I'm just going straight to non copyright because yeah, I'm no, not going to be a smart. part of that. That's bullshit. very smart. I'm not going to yeah. have some dipshit come around and be like, your podcast is using this music and yeah. I don't like it. And I'm going to be like, nobody fucking listens. I mean, yeah. not enough people listen to this to for it to even fucking matter. I'm not well, taking any money out of anybody's yeah. pocket. And that's no, what but. I think. That's what I think. I was I was probably getting at. Was, you know, like if if you use a 30 seconds to Mars song that's called Hail to the Victor Mm -hmm. and you have a fucking song 
and you use it at the end of something where someone literally wins a championship, it would just make sense. Like, and I I get it. It's far fetched for for Jared Leto to be sitting at his fucking desk, and all of a sudden he gets an email from YouTube that's like, Aaron Hogue from uh, EC uh, EGA uh, 05 Lincoln uh, wants to use hail to the victor on his um, uh, seminal seminal uh, victory. Uh, part of this this video that he made yeah. um, are you, are cool? you good are with you cool this with yes or no like yes uh, this looks great you know like i wish we lived in a world where it was like that as easy because as that. yeah god damn that would be great but we don't i get it like you said we got bots that literally scour um the the, the audio files and the video files to make sure that that stuff doesn't happen exactly and i'm good with that it's you know fine. and that's the thing there's way more people making royalty free music out there than there are people making copywritten music yes. out there. God and, bless and those and all people. All those people as well. yeah, all those people want to um they they willingly want you to use their shit because it gives them exposure one of those times, to get them, one of, get them around. It's yeah. just like you or I. One of those times we're gonna be picked up by something else that's yep. that's way bigger and they can go, oh shit, you just got something that's commercially viable now. Um, yeah, I'll take my cut yep. of that. And then, Thank you. Yep, and everything from now on, they yep. continue to make commercial, which makes sense because everybody wants to make it and make yeah. money in what they like to do. So yeah, it is it is uh it is not unheard of at all to get to that point. But but yeah, what uh what any anything crazy in the in the world of pop culture that you'd like to to speak about? Now that we've uh, gone on for 15 I know twenty five minutes now, bitching yeah. about uh, uh being small potatoes, YouTube, yeah, <laughs> being YouTube's bitches. Um, I guess, Kyle, um, one of the things that has been really hot uh, on the press and, and, and on my mind lately yeah. is um, the topic of, uh, you know, Mars, yep. the, the space exploration to Mars, mm-hmm. um, SpaceX um, and, and Elon Musk. And I, I would be remiss to um, get your feelings on um the impact of Elon Musk and SpaceX and the Mars expo- exploration, um, especially after um, uh, I think it was this season or last season, you you really went in depth into you know Project Gemini mm-hmm. and and all of that yep. stuff. We're hitting the. I mean, we weren't around for all of that stuff, yep. but we are going to be around now for this stuff. For this. Mm-hmm. What is the impact? What What are your feelings from a historical standpoint, um, and, and kind of what What are you What are you nervous about from a historical standpoint? What are you excited about? Uh, I I just want to know, man. Yes. Oh, let me let you in on my pro- thought process. So the reason I uh, in in its toward I would say the middle to the end of the second season of my my show. So this maybe be episode like late thirties, early forties, somewhere yeah. in there. Um, that I did uh, Project Mercury, Gemini, and Apollo, mm-hmm. uh, just basically chronicling the beginning, the real beginning of the U.S. space program through like the moon landing and, and a little bit after that. And it's it's been something I've always been into. Uh, my dad has it was a huge just you know um, um, air you know air force and and just airplane and space nerd like he right the reason I like the shit that I do now is probably very much because of him you know I like Star Trek and Star Wars and all that right. shit because of what we had available like you know uh, stuff to watch and just the way he was into it rubs off on your kids you know and, and then, my dad was the exact same way exactly. I think we have 
parents that are roughly the same similar. Age, yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. So it in and so there was something I was always into. And then as I got older, uh, you know, I started to think about it in a more, you know, sort of um, a worldly or, or broader view than just like, oh, cool, we went to the moon, the end. Right. You start to think about it in uh, uh, as a more of a it's it's stupid to say, but a citizen of Earth rather than just like some dude in the middle of America, because when you look at the universe, the universe is fucking massive. I mean, this is just the tiniest little pebble floating around in this. Yeah. The when you say massive, space, you might as well you know? just say infinite. It's infinite. You know? it might as well, I mean, maybe it is or maybe it isn't. But to right. a human's brain, you might as well yeah. fucking be. I mean, you'll never get to the end of it ever. And so the thing about it is, is people uh, as humans, the reason your brain works the way it does is because you are basically a smart animal. Mm -hmm. If you are an animal, especially like say like a a regular old mammal, like a like a mountain lion or something like your whole existence is to hunt, eat food, survive, kill or be killed. Yeah. Ad infinitum. That is just what they are. Um. Because if there's anything else clogging that brain up, then you would have a lesser chance of survival. That's the whole point. Right. Same with humans. Now, we're a lot smarter. We've evolved, you know, a prefrontal cortex that allows us, you know, basically understand that we're mortal and going to die, which kind of sucks for everybody because you see that what you're doing is is finite, you know. But at the same time, the human brain is still really good at at shuffling away – white noise you know we were talking about in the the episode we did on episode 50 on radio frequency if you just have your entire brain open to every frequency ever you're it's just gonna gonna pick up everything it's gonna sound like nonsense it's like being in the middle of new york city and trying to listen to every voice in every car every little sound it's overwhelming it's 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 insane so the human brain is really good at pushing away excess stuff and it allows you to focus on something which is great because it's allowed humans to accomplish what we accomplish but it also makes us really small-minded because you get so into whatever you're into that you forget that there's a lot of other things that exist around you for that that's why people lack empathy because they get so enamored in their own shit that they forget that other people have stuff going on too like your right your life and my life aren't the only lives that exist on earth where there's seven billion of us that all have something you know that's crazy to think about it in its own um its own merit but and then you add the fourth dimension on top of that. Yeah, and then the fourth dimension you fucking, time. Yeah. And so it's one of those things where I feel like a, when when we first went to space and when people took pictures of Earth that weren't on Earth, it like blew people away. Right. And especially people who have actually personally been to space or away from Earth, they come back changed. They are changed people because Physically, they see, mentally, everything. They see how small everything really is or they see the yeah. majesty of earth away from it and they just they they things that they used to think maybe were super important or whatever they change their priority in their head yeah. because they go oh shit this is all these people bitching and moaning about the little baby things on earth just are meaningless once you're away from it and you're in space and it is this you whole see it thing. like a fucking marble exactly it's, it's just a it's yeah. just another thing and you start to also see how very fragile this 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 little rock in space is. It's literally this rock covered in land and water that is held together by this thin film of atmosphere. Right. That I mean, a gamma ray burst comes and hits the Earth. We're all fucking dead. Oh the yeah, and that's, that's the end of existence. That's what's crazy to think of how many things. It, it, yep. Are out there that could that, just kill you. Yeah. The end, and, and you would never even know. But people, you know, once you. Once you get enamored in your own stuff, you mean the day to day of work, family, um, right. 
things that you like, things that you don't like. I mean, it's just kind of existence for human beings because we like to be distracted. We the don't size like to, of your dong. Yes, ex- people, exactly. People sometimes fall in that trap. They do, and you know maybe you shouldn't because in the in the end nobody fucking cares That's because right. the earth it That's does right. nothing matters. You're gonna die. You're gonna die. We're all gonna die. The end. But the whole point of 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 where I'm going with this after 15 minutes of me just talking is that I feel like the 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 passion for space and the whole like United Earth effort of going to space was really big in the 70s, oh, yeah. 60s and 70s as we went to space and go, oh my God, we can actually do all this bullshit. And it was and rooted you saw in real, TV. Yeah, you saw a real big leap in in society from the 50s to the 70s. It was Absolutely. insane. And now things have kind of rolled their way back because we've got we've done a lot of amazing things since then, but not with humans. Right. We've sent probes fucking everywhere. The, the Pioneer and Voyager spacecraft have taken pictures of all the fucking planets and moons, and it's insane. The... um. I can't remember the name of the probe off the top of my head now, but just past um, uh, Pluto. I got the first fucking pictures of Pluto ever. We've right. never seen anything but blurry shit from a telescope. Yeah, And, and now all of a sudden we and, can see yeah. it, and it's like, oh, my God. The, but one, none that of this... pla- the one that plunged into Saturn. Mm-hmm. We got to see the rings of Saturn, how everything mm-hmm. actually works out there. Yep. Yeah, it's, it's and, incredible. And the fact of the matter is, but even though all that is amazing, there's still a lot of people doing good work with space things, and especially like with the International Space Station, that as well. Right. Um, Humanity as a whole isn't like on the edge of their seats with space. And that's I, what's crazy too. We are on the precipice of the next thing, and I think that's and everybody's so fucking bogged down with what's going on locally mm-hmm. that we're not even we're not even thinking globally, and we're definitely not thinking interstellarly. Yeah, or even yeah within our solar system, or yes, interstellar yeah. to every other star near us. And the whole point of that is, I really think that. The, the the earth as people as humanity we need to we need something to push us to another planetary body whether that be as close as venus or mars or, right. or a moon of jupiter or saturn or whatever it is because once we do that and people all kind of get on board with that it's when we start to care more about the shit we're on now the earth is fragile and and i don't care what you think you know but we are doing our best as humans to fuck it up pretty bad. I mean, that's people will say, oh, you have the gall to think that humanity can fuck this planet up. It's like, yeah, dude. I mean, we fucking figured out how to uh, to, uh, you know, fission atoms and blow yeah. shit up. I mean, we can really fuck some shit up if we start yeah. to use our stupid big brains. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where a lot of people are so centered on, well, we can't do this initiative because it's going to cost us too much money but in the end it would probably be the right thing to do because we don't have a catalyst that says oh shit this is the only place we got and yeah. if we don't start looking and we fuck it up that's the end we right. have nowhere and, to go and bureaucracy seems to do a good job of uh giving you the 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 highlights of what we're doing but it also doesn't really touch on the fact that for every good thing, there's a bad thing that happens consequently yeah. because of it. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, every time that we, um, you know, deforest an area, yes, we're creating jobs and we're creating uh, population there, but we're also fucking ruining the ozone layer because we're taking another swath of land yep. that used to pre- produce oxygen yep. and take away the carbon dioxide. Or you're destroying yeah. uh, untold thousands of species yeah. and you didn't Absolutely. even know that, Absolutely. You're, that you're basically yeah. playing God in your own yeah. way and stamping out stuff because of 
yeah. a very short-sighted and selfish desire for And I don't think either of us are saying like uh we need to go back to doing podcasts in trees. Yeah, we don't need to be uh you nomads know, again, yeah, I, but I'm, I'm not some sort of granola bitch. There is a way but, to there's a way to do both and yeah, I feel but like But having a heightened sense of, you know, like Yes, there's there's two sides of the story, and we so, need to make sure that it's, it's yes. out there. I think when you're talking about you know SpaceX and and, and Elon Musk and you know the, that whole uh, company is private, yeah. whereas a lot of what was going on in the 60s and 70s with the space program, at least in the United States and NASA, that's a national government run right program, not a private thing. Right. And it, it didn't take much to per, to to persuade a government to spend a whole bunch of money on space back then. It now is like fucking pulling teeth to try to convince the government to even right. put any money into space, which is probably where we should be looking next as humans to help us continue to evolve as a species. But, you know, we can barely get a, you know, a, a, a tenth of one percent of a budget to even go into what right. might be the most important thing. So you so, use private industry to sort of yeah. hopefully and spur I, that. Yeah, I don't and hopefully know. that's the next vestige. And obviously, you know, we can, we can go back to this too, but uh, you raise a good point of the whole government part of it too, is what are your thoughts on the space force? I you know, think is it, is it the right time? Is it the, is it where we need to go now? Or are, is, is, the president just kind of spewing things that sound really like, you know, outlandish and, and you know, it's like, yeah, we, you know, Space Force. Oh. Well, it's it's outlandish in my opinion because we already have a Space Force and it's the fucking Air Force. I mean, the United States Air Force is basically where we get a lot of the spacefaring things that right. the government does. So it's kind but of almost like, like a do, small, there's no like reason for to it have to be a, separate. A separate. No, no. No, no, no. We have so much goddamn money that goes into the military complex that they could easily just offshoot it and it would be totally fine. Right. You know, I mean, technically the Marine Corps is an offshoot of the naval, yeah. you know, branch, so you think, you but think, it is its own separate thing, too. You so. think being able to, like, fold in um, additional scientists that are, you know, astrology, astronomy, all that stuff into the U.S. Air Force would probably do just as good as starting another branch either that in the or government. either that or you do maybe start another branch but it's not military based like you still have technically the uh the united states public health service is a right. uniformed branch but they're non-combat right yeah uh, noaa the national Oceano oceanographic uh, association they like right. are a government uh based you know technically uniform service they have ranks and everything but they're not military the ymca the ymca where you can get a, a hot meal and a shower and that's right and a, <laughs> and a disease they're not militarized they are not yet not yet and the ywca <laughs> <laughs> women young women's uh whatever christian athletics Is that what that sounds it, stands are for? we gonna do the y n b c a what's what's the, that the young non-binary there you go Hey man, CA whatever CA. I'm all about it. I'm progressive yeah. shit, dude. I'm I'm 100 for it. Yeah. Uh, but no, back to my to the, my, back to Musk and and SpaceX. Yeah. Where are we going? To me, it's it's a it's a good and a bad thing. So so everything about Tesla is like super cool and sexy. Like everybody wants to drive a Tesla. Who sure. wouldn't want to be a part of? Well, like sound fucking awesome. Something cool as shit yeah. as what he's doing. And the guy, I've seen a few of them out on the road. Yeah, they, we see them more and more, more and more the, often. The power cells, um, the the battery yep. cells that they're talking about. Um, I am uh, every time that they talk about the um, the uh, shingles for roofs. Yeah, that are actually solar panel. Mm -hmm. I'm like. 
get your. Go ahead and sign me up yeah. now. I'm ready to take that thing right now and install them on my house. Mm-hmm. You know, because that sounds cool as shit. Absolutely insane mm-hmm. to be free of an electrical grid. Yeah, or at the very least, be self-sustaining enough that you you either pay into the grid, like you yeah. you generate electricity yeah. that helps others out, right. or you know, you basically are so unreliant on it that maybe if you need an extra boost from the grid that you have it, but you're basically right. not feeding off of it. Yeah, you're always on the grid, but the fact of the matter is, you're is that mostly independent. your house can can function without do it. what it needs to yeah, do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's cool because you're you're generating energy from a natural resource. Jesus. A giant ball energy of from the sun, people. It's out there. It's yeah, always I, out there. I was reading something somewhere. I think that it's not going uh, away for er- a billion years. Yeah, enough energy uh, hits the earth like every few seconds, to, like just power everything on Earth. And yeah. that's just the sun. It's just there. Yeah. It's always there. Your your phone hypothetically should be able to be powered by the sun. Yeah, and the wind. You know, the Earth rotates and we make yeah. wind, and it just powers. It's There's crazy. and you know the Earth has a molten core that just generates mad amounts of energy. Fucking too. Look at goddamn Iceland. Yeah. Yes, they they just run completely off of goddamn the earth moving. Yeah. Pretty impressive. Yeah. There are a lot of things that you can do, but I feel like it's it's super cool. Like Tesla's cool. Elon Musk has a it's a cool name. Like he's a figure, you know, kind of a I don't know if he's a, necessarily a good guy or a bad guy or a, a ambivalent uh to either. But I really think that honestly if, if governments are going to just keep dicking around when it comes to wanting to put money into space, exploration, space travel, space, whatever. Some I, I hate to say it because I'm not like a super pro, like private business guy, but sometimes it's what it takes to like spur something forward. And I think if they're going to be the ones that fucking go to Mars or at least they're ones starting to head the way, then maybe that'll spur governments to do the same thing. And that right. will hopefully then domino into something cool happening on earth and we have another like you know scientific revolution and we see the universe uh for what it is rather than uh thinking that all we have around here is more than enough when it really right. probably isn't when it comes to the long run of this species so yeah. no that's that's a that's a good answer for a very broad question i hope i know? satisfied you with yeah. my answer yeah and and I think that's one of the things, too, that, you know, um, all things action video cast really kind of plays into the um, into the fantasy of um, things that we see in um, in TV shows and in video games and on film and and on film. Yep. They they do have some place in reality. Mm -hmm. And at some point, I mean, that's the thing that that is kind of funny is the things that we're viewing now will eventually turn into some sort of form of reality. Mm-hmm. And whether people like it or not, flying cars to an extent are probably out there. Yeah. They're just called helicopters. Yeah. You know, like yeah, it doesn't necessarily look the same way, but we've we've had flying cars since yep. the, you know, fifties, you know, or mm-hmm. whatever. Um and, and and Dick Tracy, you know, like how many people thought that like talking on your wristwatch was super far fetched? Yeah, that's a thing now. Or people, that's, that's you what know, people do or now. Star you know? Trek and, with a communicator and and, and screens that were, were, were transmitting over yeah. things and pads with stuff on them. Like who yeah. would have thought? And then all of a sudden, it's all reality. The, the Invisible it Man, like what it is. You yeah. know, the the movie The Invisible Invisible Man. Someone's invisible um, due to a, a, a cloaking device. They the the military is working on that right now. They literally have a cloaking device system that they're they're using. There's something called Talos that's out there where it's a it's a it's an exoskeleton that you use 
It, it makes you a super soldier. To, uh, Literally. Yeah, force you can punch, you can yep. punch through those Afghanistan walls and you can fucking, you know, kick down doors that are, are made of steel, you know, and mm-hmm. and you can stand there for hours at a time without and not getting get fatigued. Tired. Yep. Even though you have 50 pounds of ruck on your fucking back, you yep. know, like so um, it, it's just incredible to think of the, the advancements that are coming through technology. Um, that were seen played out in a very fantastical way on the big screen or on the small screen. And I I guess, you know, obviously we've been doing this now for almost an hour. Again. Again. Mm -hmm. Um, So I guess one other thing that we'll we'll talk about, too, um, because we, we love our superheroes. Of course we do. And we've talked about superheroes on All Things Action Videocast with you. if Elon Musk were to turn supervillain, <laughs> and he very well may, because he of, very well it may, it seems yeah. like some of the shit that has happened <laughs> that lately. He says it does, you know, points it, in yeah, that direction. He, he makes a, a flamethrower that's not a type a flame, and so that's that's what I was going to ask you. If you were to see him turn into the embodiment of one superhero from Marvel, DC, uh, Vertigo, wherever it is. Who who are you kind of seeing him transform into in the manifestation of an actual supervillain? It's you know I think I probably gave myself away a little bit three minutes ago, three seconds ago, but I, you know it's the whole when you look at supervillains in DC Marvel wherever you're finding them, you have supervillains who are basically either unsuper and they're just regular people who are right. dickheads. And you have like super geniuses. You have actual villains with superpowers like Thanos or a Dark Side or yeah. a, a Doomsday or you know incredibly powerful beings who are bad. You know, yeah. Um, he, I don't know if he would necessarily be a lot like a Lex Luthor, but I feel like that's kind of where he's at. He's a head of a huge corporation. I mean, in, in DC, you know, Lex Corp is like the thing, yeah. and it, I wouldn't say that SpaceX or Tesla is even at that point. It's getting there. Uh, the people who run Google and fucking Apple might be a little bit closer to what yeah, that Benzos is. Benzos is probably yeah. Yeah, Amazon right might be there a little right closer now. He's to actually that. got the fucking bald head too. So yeah, he might. He, Jeff Bezos might actually yeah. be Lex Luthor just in this world. But Musk just has that that swagger and personality that those guys just those nerds don't have. He's just right. this, this fucking force of nature. When it comes to, and he's just in, out there all the time, just being a dickhead to everybody. Like, right. <laughs> people will just tweet at him. He and trolls he will, people, and he will come out and just yeah. fight. You know, he is a guy He'll who call somebody a pedophile for, uh, <laughs> for calling no him re- out for <laughs> sending a submarine that didn't need to be. Sent. Yeah, just because. Yeah. yeah, he'll do stupid shit. Like he said, like sending people flamethrowers, and then he's just like, "Oh, just do this." Yeah. But you know, he does a lot of cool shit. But then he's like a real fucking dickhead, and it really seems like it's like, man, you uh. You got a lot of aspirations of really grand shit that like most most people who run companies just want to make moolah and not exist to the public. They just want to be right, rich and be right. gone. And if somebody knows them, it's like, oh, it's some other rich person that nobody cares about. But hey, they got money. He wants to be well known. Like he yeah, wants when to was be the last the, time you saw Bill Gates? You know? Exactly. Like that he fucking just, made more money than God, and then he was like, "I'm out." Yeah, he's like, "I get ten dollar haircuts still, and I, yeah, I exactly. donate most of my money to uh, charity." My shirts look Bye. fucking horrible. Yep, because he doesn't give a fuck about yeah. anything. But Elon Musk wants to be the guy who is just in front of the camera. He like, craves he, power. He craves power, and he craves attention. You know, and yeah, that's kind of what Luther does in the DC universe. He craves power. I mean, he becomes president of the United States. He basically right. makes a super suit to, to fight Superman, who he. For some reason, maybe you can enlighten me a little bit. 
he really hates Superman, but Superman's like a nice kid from Kansas, basically. I mean, he's not right. Kansas, but he's like an alien who landed as a baby in Kansas, and he's raised by his parents in Smallville to be like a really upstanding, like nice young man who just happens to use the power of the Yellow Sun to fucking be insanely right. powerful. Yeah. But he's like in in his heart, he's a good dude, and maybe Luther just feels like his brand of morality doesn't clash with yeah, Superman's, he, or he wants to just knock. But man, knock he really him doesn't down like a him. Peg, yeah, you know, and and he wants to. I mean, it's kind of funny that you know Batman versus Superman. Um, the the direction that they took with uh, Bruce Wayne in that movie yeah. was really more of like a Lex what Luthor, Lex Luthor one, you know, where he's thinking, like he's like, well, we can't we, let this guy, yeah, if he even has a one percent chance of yeah. being of wanting to kill us all, we right. have to take him out because he could kill yeah, us. And all. they could have they could have easily done that with the Luther figure in that movie, but they decided to. And do they it sort with, of did yeah. too, but they did it in such a stupid way because I I like Aaron Eisenberg a lot, but he was the wrong choice for Lex Luthor. Sure, I, I think he was in the director's mind and everybody's mind who casted him like a really cool choice because he's kind of he was kind of hot at the moment right good actor kind of quirky and weird and like hey well yeah. instead of making lex luther like a very typical like businessman which is kind of played out we'll make him like a young entrepreneur type and make right. him you know quirky and cool but smart and kind of smarmy and i just don't think for that type of character it worked because a lot of the other characters in that universe are fairly similar to what they probably would be in the comics. I mean, right. uh, Superman is, I mean, the, the Henry Cavill Superman is yeah. basically what he should be. Yeah. Maybe teeny bit off. Uh, ben Affleck's Batman's pretty close to like a, the, he's the, dark, he's the Dark Knight Returns he, yeah, type he, of Batman. He's going to take some shit down, yeah. Um, you know, the, Bar- the Barry Allen, the Ezra Miller Flash is right. fairly he's quirky, he's, quirky he's, and yeah, weird. Yeah. Wonder Woman's like a spot-on impression of oh, what yeah. Wonder Woman yeah, should Gal be. Gadot. Um, you know, Aquaman might be a little off, although maybe we'll see with the new movie if he's close. Nah, he's to gonna like, be off. He's yeah, that's he's a, gonna be way off. Yeah, I think that's an opinion you've held since uh, day yeah. one. He's, but that's okay. Jason Momoa is okay super to be off fucking because, cool, but it's because Aquaman, like, yeah. out out of all the people, uh, out of all the characters, he was the most ambiguous. He was the most like there. There's he's there's the one clips, who may has maybe has where they like the most from day one right to day and, now. And you that's know? the thing, that, you know, like uh, you even see it in the comic books where he's like, they made fun of me because I talked to fish, you know, and then he fucking sends out the goddamn great white sharks to to do Kill his stuff, bidding, you yeah. know. And so it's like, OK, we get it. He's fucking powerful. He's just a weird guy who talks to sharks. Yeah. It's kind of like uh, recently I just saw uh, something that said um, uh, Michael Rooker's Yondu mm-hmm. has changed the way that they write Yondu that in the character. comic books. You know, like it's not Yondu was not I'm a bad assuming guy in most the comic of the, books, you know, especially with that franchise, most of yeah. the Galaxy, uh, Gal- Guardians of the Galaxy characters that came on screen probably reinvented the way they were written absolutely. in the comic books. Absolutely. Because, uh, yeah. for a, Gamora for a, was not the same as tier, she is. For in a the, D-tier yeah. team that yeah. no one's ever heard of, it's like, yeah. well, it's popular now. Yeah. If more it's, people are going to read it now, they want to read now. something oh, yeah, that's, that reads like the movie characters, not like whatever yeah, the fuck they exactly. are. Exactly, because that's what you're going to see is like if Yondu seems different in the comic books, and people are going to be like, I don't get yeah. that. You know, you, you get that all over the place yeah. with Walking Dead and stuff like that too, you know, and, and we could use a, another... Example. Two hours for that. Yeah. So, you know. But some characters, like very popular characters, can continue to be written in comics the way the writers want, and yeah. nobody really gives a shit oh, yeah. because they're popular. Like, Batman yeah, has Space been Lord's ri- always been the same yeah. way. Batman's been written 15 different yeah. ways, but Superman's nobody's- always altruistic, yeah. even though they diverged when they went to the Injustice When, when thing somebody's and- super into, like, say, Christopher Nolan's Batman, they, they probably don't go to the comics and say, hey, I want the particular Christian- 
you know, bail Batman. Yeah, yeah. They just go, it's Batman. Yeah. You know, I, I know what Batman's like, even if he seems a little different right. than the one I saw on screen that I was really into. Right. They're cool with it because they're like, uh, but nobody's ever heard of fucking Star-Lord. I mean, literally, they make a joke in the movie about how no one's heard of Star-Lord. Yeah, exactly. It's true. So now that he, uh, you know, Chris Pratt and being so popular, if you read a comic with them in it, you want it to be yeah. like the Chris Pratt Star-Lord yeah. or else you're like, who the fuck is this? Yeah. What am I doing? So... I think that was, you know, talking about Lex Luthor again. I just think that they made such a weird creative decision with Eisenberg. And I was like, I don't get where this is going. And then, you know, I really think that like, like even going back to our original point that Elon Musk is more like a traditional type of, you know, power hungry guy who wants to be the face of everything. And I don't know. There's no real foil for him, like a Superman that he wants to knock down a peg or two. Not yet. Not yet. Yeah. We have no uh, alien person who comes. You to wonder Earth if and, that's the that's the point of the whole SpaceX missions is he's to, to find, find he's that to find person him. or that thing out there. You know well, that that was the point. Spoiler alert of Venom, uh, yeah. uh, of trying to find those symbiotes who come from a different planet, or 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 they were trying to find Earth or whatever. To, Can like, you take imagine over. if Venom Two is actually taking place on that planet with uh, all the symbiotes? Is that do they have a plan? I guess they probably have a plan for a sequel because they, they get that too. But that I don't think that's scene. the plan. But yeah, could you imagine because because they allude that that planet has millions. Well, they of also those allude that Venom's just a total bitch on yeah. his planet. He's, he's just, just a, a nobody. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's a planet full. I mean, it, it's a planet full of symbiotes instead of humans, and so it's almost one of those things where it's like if you could transport Earth to you know cookie smash into that planet then you'd have all these Venoms and all sorts of things running around, and they'd be far worse than what Venom actually is. is you yeah. know, and Riot, Riot would be, you know, not even at the top of the chain. So, you know, I, I love that movie. That was I thought it cool, was actually yeah. a more enjoyable movie than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Um, I'm still pretty unhappy that um, Spider-Man was no part of it, like even in passing. Yeah. And, and they did the thing. They they did the whole, like, they, they sort of explained it away because Eddie Brock, is supposed to be in New York. Yeah, and they said in the movie at the beginning. They said, "Hey, he was in New York, but then yeah. he took his his thing exactly. across the country and he did his own exactly. thing in San Francisco." So they they could, found the out. They could separate it yeah. from New because they put it in New York City and didn't even touch Spider Man. Yeah. It's like they found the out. The whole reason Venom looks the way he does is supposed to be because it looks because he's already bonded with Spider Man, right. right? Peter Parker, and then right. it's like, oh, this is what I am now. Yeah. I, I'm a spider looking person with webs yeah. and shit. So it, it that kind of bugs me because obviously Spider Man and Venom are like you know peanut butter and jelly. Like and the, in a villain, that's kind of Spider Man's main. And the funny thing foil. is, all you had to do to to explain the whole resemblance to a spider, yeah, was for the symbiote to actually like interact with a spider right before it interacted with mm-hmm. Eddie Brock. Yep, that's all you had to do, you know. And it's like that's one little oversight that probably they they could have thought about, but yeah, or they could have talked about like maybe Eddie Brock having done like an investigative report. In New York, while he was there on like this on new Spider-Man Spider Menace like yeah, guy, yeah, like yeah, yeah. G- like Jay Jonah Jameson's like yeah. he's a menace. Yeah, and you know the whole thing about like who's this vigilante who's running around thinking he can save people, you know, yeah. and trying to figure that out to just be like this is part of the yeah. same universe because it's, it's not without its criticism, obviously. Yeah, I think they it's so weird because Sony is just trying so hard to pretend like they aren't fucking boned. Yeah, because they were doing so good with um. The original Spider-Man trilogy, even yeah. the third one, like and X-Men, and X-Men. You know, it's like they had their own. Yeah. And X-Men still actually their best. Thing. Hell yeah! Like they First still, class. They that still whole have line Deadpool. Is they, awesome. they still have yeah. something, but they're trying so hard to just be like we're Marvel Studios too. It's like no, you're not. I mean, you got your things, but they right. are going to make more money than you. Right to the point where you basically sold off your best character to right. them to use. And to use honestly very well. Right. I mean, I know they kind of partnered and made money off of 
of Holland's Spider-Man Homecoming because I think they like loaned yeah, it yeah, out yeah, or whatever. Yeah, it was in tandem. So it wasn't like a total like, oh, Marvel took yeah. all of our money. But they didn't make all of it. And it was right. like, I mean, you, you just do your best to like, I mean, don't give them the money, but you got to be like, hey, man, I mean, it's cool to it's cool to acknowledge the stuff where this comes from. Right. Like, I, I'm not entirely certain if I if I agree with trying to make Venom its own thing, even though everybody fucking loves him because he's a cool yeah. character, you know, and trying to make him like the anti-hero well, when he should be a, yeah, a bad guy. At some and, point, it, it will finally hit its stride, I'd say, probably after the second Venom, because everybody's excited to see, spoiler alert, Carnage yeah. in the second one. Um, but after that, it's like, well, what do you do? If you don't yeah. have Spider-Man, then there's no story there. So really, the almost the, the fucking post-credits for uh, Venom movie. 2 is going to have to be either Miles Morales or somebody mm-hmm. who's in a Spider-Man outfit. And that's you the know? whole funny part and, yeah. is because, I mean, you probably saw it with Raiden, I'm assuming. Yeah. And there was that post-credits, like, little movie of yeah, the yeah, animated yeah, yeah. Into the Spider-Verse and that's with great. Peter Parker and yeah, Miles Into Morales the Spider-Verse looks like an awesome thing. But that's the whole thing. But... They put it with it. So, obviously, that's part of Sony's thinking is, hey, Spider-Man and Venom are a related thing because right. we put it into the movie together. But in the actual Venom, we're just not going to fucking say a, a right. single yeah. utterance. And I, I think it's it's great, but in the long run, something like that needs to have its, it, you know, it needs to be connected. Now they're going to have a Morbius uh, movie, and they're fucking rolling quickly on that. But at the same time, Sony is rolling very quickly on Spider-Man Far From Home. Yep. You know, and so you've got, like, two things that are just, like, competing back and forth with each other even though they're the exact same thing in the same universe yeah it, it makes it, it muddies the water um and i guess that you know i know we're we're hitting literally a, a, an hour at this point one last thing though because i know you're uh, you are a uh comic book uh fiend like me and a, a, mm-hmm. a movie you know yeah. fiend like me um we we've talked ad nauseum about warner brothers versus marvel yep one thing that I want to kind of bring up that I'm kind of curious about with with you is um, Marvel. Yeah. They're Avengers 4, right? Mm-hmm. Big thing, right? Yep. Do you feel like after Avengers 4, it's the beginning of the end? Or is it the end of the beginning for the, the, the new the Marvel? The entirety of the next what they're phase? Doing. Because I, I feel like... One thing that Warner Brothers has either done right or done wrong is they they scrapped their shared universe very quickly. Mm-hmm. They noticed that there were there were ripples in the water, and they went, "All right, we'll we'll figure this out later. We'll do standalones for a while, and then we'll come back to this if we mm-hmm. really want to." Marvel has gotten to a point where they're just they're all in. Like I, I that's the thing that I keep thinking about is like Captain Marvel comes out. Next, next like February next or whatever April it is. or something. Yeah, like right that. before. And then, or is it right after? No, it's before. So they can see how where yes. Captain Marvel comes yes. from. Yeah. And then you have Infinity War. Infinity two. War. Mm-hmm. But after that, there's a big, vast unknown. And that's and so we've already got confirmation that um Steve Rogers in some regard is not going to be with us after Avengers that. four. Mm-hmm. Infinity War. The second one. Um, yeah, yeah. And and so you're going to see a passing of the guard regardless. Is this where they jump the shark? Is this where they hit that precipice where it's like, it doesn't freaking matter if Sony comes in with all of the characters that they've been holding back. It doesn't matter if the X-Men make an appearance. It doesn't matter if, if Reed Richards and the Fantastic Four are introduced. 
this is it. The damage has been done. We've we've gotten to that fatigue level with Marvel, and will they kind of decline at this point, or is it one of those things where you are fucking excited that the X Men are probably going to make their first appearance in a Marvel movie? and Fantastic Four and all of those people. First of all, before I answer your question, is that the rumor that X-Men are going to be ported over to I think the Marvel next, Studios? The next phase is that X-Men will Yeesh. be making their way over. If that's the case, then maybe not. But my answer was basically going to be, for sure, uh, uh, franchise fatigue is a real thing. Oh, yeah. And I say this as a diehard uh, Star Trek fan. Now, Star Trek has existed since the 60s. Uh, the first series um, with Captain Kirk and William, you know, William Shatner and Leonard Nimoy as Spock. This was from like 19, I think, 66 to 68 or 9. Only three seasons. Um, but it started a, just an insane revolution because before Star Wars existed in theaters, like Star Trek was Star the Trek coolest was, shit was on there, TV. Yeah. And people would just rewatch it. Like it was not terribly popular when it first uh, was on, but in syndication it was insane. Right. So much so that they started the movie franchises that they did through the 80s. Um, which led to like the next generation. Which is crazy to think they only had three seasons and it carried it, them all the way up until the eighties. Yep, it and ca- then they started the movies. And it carried that carried everything into all the Star Trek that exists now, which is something like seven hundred plus like episodes and like fifteen fucking movies. It's yeah. insane. Yeah. I mean, you, you can't think of many franchises that have done more than Star Trek has. It's and the OG. It is. And so what happened was, you know, the the, the movie started in the eighties where they started the motion picture and then the Wrath of Khan and the Search right. of Spock and the whole right. thing. Towards the end of those movies, the next generation was uh, pinned and started with uh, uh, Patrick Stewart. You know, if you're a yeah. comic book fan, Professor X, that is the same yep. the same man. They went seven seasons on that with like 20 plus episodes of seasons. They just pumped them out. Toward the end of the next generation, because Star Trek had become so popular because of that show, um, the Star Trek Deep Space Nine and then Star Trek Voyager a couple years later. So there And at, movies. At one point, there was... Uh, I think in like 19, probably 98 or 9, Star Trek was on like its 8th or ninth movie. There were like three different Star Trek series on TV all at the same time. Right. It was everywhere. And yeah. it was like the universe was cool. It was shared. It was totally like ref- self-referential to like everything they've done. And then they made Star Trek Enterprise, the Scott Bakula version, which I fucking love, honestly, right. but not many people did. And it was on UPN, and it was just a disaster of a network. And I never, yeah, I never watched that one. It's so cool. If you are into Star Trek, go to Netflix. It's all there right now. Um, and I, I rewatch it constantly. Cause, but I'm a fan. I have been for my entire life. But there was a real Star Trek franchise fatigue during the late 90s and early 2000s because it was sure. just like, Jesus, you're seeing. I mean, they were giving us the same shit over and over. Right. And real crazy fans were all about it because they just can't stop consuming content. Yeah. But most regular fans were just like, "Oh my god, this is just too much." And then Enterprise was canceled in like 2005, and we didn't have anything Star Trek wise at all on TV or movies until 2009 when the new Star Trek cool movie with like Chris Pine and stuff came out. And yeah. I was like, "Oh yeah, shit!" Yeah. But it was an alternate universe, and that kind of respurred everything because then they made they've made three of those. And they restarted Star Trek on CBS and Star Trek Discovery and all this right, other shit. So right. they kind of, but it, they needed to, to take a break. And most people would still argue whatever Star Trek we're getting now is inferior to what we had when we were in fatigue mode. Right. And I really think that franchise fatigue is a real thing. I mean, even though Marvel does such a good fucking job, they don't recycle too much shit. They make it fun. They 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 do. I think, and I, I you know I would assume that you agree. They do most of the characters, maybe not all of them, but most of them justice as to probably what they 
should be for the most part for what they can do adaptation wise yeah. yeah they couldn't yeah. really do the scarlet witch or uh quicksilver justice because they were shared characters and their origin is obviously that they're magneto's kids but because of the whole fox and sony thing that they couldn't share um uh, those characters. but i would argue why even do that story for Age of Ultron. Which is so funny, too, because uh, you know, Wanda... It, it didn't add anything. Wanda became such an important character for yeah. the rest of it because I think right. she, the Olsen, she was so popular. But, like, Quicksilver is a total throwaway. Yeah. And it's so funny and because first, first Class is Quicksilver is superior in every way. Oh, my God. So, he's what makes it. Well, yeah. Evan Peters is just a fucking yeah. monster. He's so yeah. good at everything he's in. I, I love that guy. He's just... He's one of my favorite, like, newer actors. He's yeah, just but Aaron, so what's his name, who did Quicksilver Aaron, in yeah, the other one, yeah. is, is also a great actor, too. He, you know, and, like... As Kick-Ass was oh such God. a wonderful yeah. thing on his own, you know. Yeah. But the whole, like, just... You, but the you can't do thing. everything. Yeah. You can't do every character justice. But for the most part, they do a really good job, I think. The way they interpreted Iron Man is really good. I oh, think yeah. their Captain America is spot fucking on. I think their yeah. Hulk is well, so-so, but they've done okay. Uh, their Thor, I think, is great. Um, they, they, they don't do a great job of villains, but they, they did do a great on job heroes. Of, of Thanos. Yeah. You know, oh, and, yeah, Thanos, and, they knocked yeah. out, but like Ultron was so fucking weird. And, yeah. Well, and uh, even... even Loki's you know, been done pretty well. Yeah, as, and as even well. some of the other ones, you know, you know one would argue uh, Captain America, Winter Soldier, they did Bucky... Probably the most spot on um, of of any villain that Marvel has had. They did him better too than in my in my opinion the comics. They made him much more gritty in the yeah. in this, like much yeah. more of a badass where yeah. he didn't play second fiddle to right. uh, Steve. But to to your original point, we talked about this a lot earlier. I think when we did our first um, not mashup, but the first episode where I was like a guest and we talked right. about this stuff. Um, you know, talking about the original Avengers and comic book form. I mean, it was a C team thing. The thing that was cool was X-Men. The thing right. that was cool was the Fantastic Four, not the Avengers. Right. The only really cool character in Avengers that anybody remember was the Hulk. They were all secondary. Back in the day. Because yeah. Iron Man was a cool thing to like really in the know people, but nobody fucking knew about Iron yeah. Man. And nobody knew about fucking Thor. And nobody knew about, um, you know, people knew about Captain America, but it was like, okay. It was a whole, it was whatever it was, you know, to those people Well, back you got to remember that back when they signed those rights away with, with Sony... Sony took didn't, the, didn't give the a very shit about best, those characters. and so they yep. said, "Yeah, we don't need yeah. Iron yeah, Sony Man." Sony was like, "We'll he's take stupid <laughs> Captain America. He's old Hulk. Do what you feel like, yeah, you know." And, Sony and, and Fox, Thor, who the hell's gonna? Yeah, how are you gonna pull off Thor? And and so Sony or Marvel was just like, "We're gonna try to make this." Yeah, work. Sony and, and they Fox, made it work, Sony and Fox. You, know? you think about it, that's a really great point. You think about back in the day when they're doling out characters, like, "Yeah, we'll take a." The X Men. We'll take yeah. Spider Man. We'll take they Fantastic take all the good Four, ones, even they're though like, they're outdated. How yeah. have these shitty characters yeah. have fun they did. doing it? And That's they did. literally what they did. So the best part about that is they exceeded every single bit of expectation with those characters. They made Robert Downey they created, fucking Tony Stark. Yeah. I mean, that movie's amazing. Iron Man One still holds up today. If you go oh, watch, yeah. it's so good. Oh yeah. They did they such could a good re-release it tomorrow, and you'd probably still go to the movie theaters. The and whole find thing yeah. about that is, is they basically took characters that everybody had this much expectation for and made it this. Right. So now all of a sudden, instead of in the zeitgeist of going, we don't care about these guys now, like to uh, to everyone who exists in this 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 universe who like watches these movies, everybody considers Iron Man like top tier, Captain right. America top tier. All these guys are like the guys; they're the main characters. And I think it's gotten to the point where once those guys start going away, that people won't care as much because they've come to be attached to Robert Downey and to right. 
uh, Chris Evans and stuff that when and people loved Black Panther, but I don't think Black Panther and Captain Marvel and Ant Man can carry this thing. And maybe I'll be wrong. I don't wrong, think so either. But I don't think they can carry it like those guys because now yeah. that the expectations just are by default very high, right? You're gonna miss it. You're right. gonna miss it almost every time, no matter what you do. It's gonna get to the fatigue point where once they start killing off or removing those characters from the main team, that the new movies are just gonna be like. What do we do now? You know, right. what do we do? And, and it'll just be like and we I think, made billions. I and I know. think the saving grace is you bring in X Men, yeah, and things change if you dramatically do that, because you throw you throw Wolverine in a suit. You know, like I could. Uh, this is my prediction: is yeah. you throw Tom Hardy, even though he's playing Venom in another universe, you throw him in the Venom or excuse me, in the Wolverine suit, people go fucking nuts. Yeah, and all is forgiven. At the same time, though, it's it's like, well, if your phase four does not have X-Men in it, it's going to be a hard sell. If you're if you don't have Robert Downey Jr., if you don't have Chris Evans, if you don't have Chris Hemsworth Mm -hmm. and I get it. Progressive culture now says, hey, in the comic books, Thor is a woman now or Thor was a woman for a while in the comic books. Uh, Captain America was uh, an agent of Hydra mm-hmm. in the comic book. The comic, you know, like at some point you go, okay, it's different. Yeah, and you have to rely on name brand people mm-hmm. because, like you said, Black Panther as a cultural thing is extremely important. Yes, he agreed. should be part of the Avengers. Agreed. He definitely should be part of for the, sure. He should have. He should be right there with Captain America and Iron Man as like the top three guys yeah. running the Avengers. The only problem is, is that the world doesn't revolve around progressive thought. Unfortunately, yes. Not yet. Not anyway. yet. Yeah. And so it's one of those things where it's like, it's great that he got his own movie, but. And it did very well based almost entirely on the fact that of it's being so right. cool and progressive right. that people are like, I'm going to keep seeing this Absolutely. to push it, you know. And that's the thing is like now that we've hit that, we, we've already done that. You can't fall back on the whole I'm progressive. This is the reason why I'm doing this. Mm-hmm. It all comes down to how do we get the right people in the right places. Yeah. And that's what I'm worried about where um, conversely. Warner Brothers has just decided, yep, we're not doing the shared universe thing anymore. We're going independent films, and you're going to have three different Jokers. You're going to like it, and it's, you know, it's fucking bananas, you know? And uh, I don't know. There's no so right or wrong answer here. have they completely abandoned all of the shared universe? Because Gal completely. Gadot is still Wonder Woman. Completely. Will they just not reference fucking any of the things that's, that she just did or whatever? That's what's interesting is they decided to do this right around the time that Aquaman was supposed to be a tie-in. Yeah. And, and right around Gal Gadot's the time 1984, that Gal Gadot, you know, Wonder Woman 84 is going to come out yep. and whatever. Yep. And so now you in in that universe, you don't have... Like obviously, eighty four is before Superman. Just like the old Wonder Woman was before all this. Yeah, even though even though technically Batman is supposed to be older in this universe than Superman is, Mm -hmm. so technically he would probably be, you know, in in a perfect world, Gal Gadot's eighty four is Batman year one. Exactly, exactly right. So by the time you, know, you get to and, 2017 yeah, or 18, he's yeah, old Batman. Yeah. He's been doing it for 30 exactly. years. And Gal Gadot's an immortal Amazon. the way that yeah. they're going to do it now. And and Shazam, I feel like 
um, the Zachary Levi is really the 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 poor sap in this whole thing. He got fucked over he he did, was supposed to be because he was supposed to be part of this was, new fun like, shared universe. He would have been he would have yeah, been yeah. the comic relief in Justice League along with um, Ezra Miller, mm-hmm. and it's not going to happen now. Man. Zachary Levi Shazam by itself will be a standalone film from here to eternity and because there's nothing mind, to tie it's it be in basically dead in the water when it hits the yeah and that's yeah. the thing that's hilarious is like black adam is is supposed to you know Dwayne the rock the johnson rock. Yeah, yeah. is yeah. supposed to come out and have his own movie that's probably not going to happen now Which is because hilarious because that guy will do fucking 10 movies a year oh yeah you know? he and, would do and it for sure. black adam movie would have killed shit for him and yeah. to see black adam versus shazam yeah. And Superman, Superman. Mm-hmm. would have been pretty amazing. Yep. It, it pretty much would have put over Warner Brothers for the next ten years. Yeah. And they decided, I don't want to do that. We, you know, we we struggled with this. Here's here's the fucking brass tacks. Don't bring the competitors guy in to do your your work you're just very much you anti-picked anybody <laughs> in the world like, i feel like we've mentioned that many times you're yeah. so mad about the joss whedon i just don't understand it taking you know, over and I, snyder's and work, i'm not shitting you know? all over that i actually like justice league i thought it was a pretty cool movie yeah but you can definitely well, and joss whedon's original avengers is fucking amazing yeah. too yeah but you can Age definitely tell great, yeah you can definitely tell it's his that he had a different direction that he was going than well, Zack of Snyder, course he does you know? and that's probably why they took him off yeah. of the avengers now and they put the uh, russo brothers in charge because their vision is different yeah. than his and they're there yeah. and they made the winter soldier and it's fucking amazing but the so thing is made- is like i don't know if you if you've been reading about you know like Zack snyder's justice league what actually was supposed to take like place and stuff like or yeah. whatever i never read terribly if if you can just like it. read read into it it and you'll even get even more Pissed, pissed off, off because it's like oh my god that would have been so good yeah but at the same time Zack snyder can kind of really be a, a real weirdo and, but the other thing is, is snyder had a chance to do it right the problem is is when he took that shit to warner brothers executives he showed them the wrong stuff yeah and they went i don't fucking I'll get, get this, this. Yeah. no you're out buddy this looks like shit i can't i can't yeah. sell this this is supposed to be our prize and horse that's the thing. and you're it's fucking like, selling us shit in yeah. hindsight it's it's easy to say like oh this is what i was planning on doing great why didn't you fucking shoot that and show that to everybody instead of Taking saying, them in and putting yeah, whatever you three put years in front later. Of them. Oh, this is what I wanted yeah. to do. Well, it doesn't fucking matter now, dude. Then you should never going to exist. Yeah. yeah. Although they say there's a cut out there, a Snyder cut. Well, and they'll never hit. Warner the, Brothers never, is the one that's holding it they'll up. They'll never let. They'll, they'll never, never let, let it hit the, no. the the light of day. So no, there's no way. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate. Everybody's trying to 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 copy and mimic the success that Marvel basically stumbled into because it's not like the Marvel universe is the first you know superhero universe. Yeah. Fucking Spider Man came out in 2001 and that was an amazing trilogy but it was a standalone blade blade was dope as shit that Way was like, before that that was like 98 or 99 i think blade came yeah. out but that wasn't even really considered a comic book movie because nobody knew that blade was a fucking the marvel crow. character the crow i mean there there's been ones out there but, but even, they've all been standalone but even you like know? up to Spawn, like trilogy you know? form like in yeah. spider-man and x-men being us yeah. and but i you know yeah people, what first x-men was 98 2000, 2000, I think. Yeah, and yeah. then 2002 was X2, yeah. I think, and then yeah. 2005 or something was X3. Yeah. So, but all this was pre-Iron Man, pre-The right, Hulk, right. the original Hulk with uh, Ed Norton. But right. So, you know, everybody's like, oh, man, it, it is possible to not just do, like, say, a duology or a trilogy. We can do a whole fucking universe. Right. And once Marvel showed that you could, 
all the, and by basically by accident by how popular their movies because they got so lucky with how well they were made that right. they just worked that everybody started to try to mimic it and DC fucking fucked it up as they do and um like that whole monster like Universal's universe that took one uh, whole movie to yeah. fucking flop and it's a that's, whole thing where a lot of studios yeah. are like let's try and they they can't because it's not a corporate thing it's an organic that's exactly vision. that's why you never go into something saying we're, we're going to do, do a universe like this never yeah. never. I, I mean, that that's the thing that really kind of screws you in the end is always thinking that you know exactly what the consumer wants. And I think that's what's kind of cool about the Venom thing to come full circle here is mm-hmm. there was no talk about like a second Venom. It sounded yeah. like the first week that it was out, They're like, it was on shaky ground it. to begin yeah. with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then and then the overseas numbers started coming in and they're like, well, maybe All we right. can. I think we can maybe do this, we can. you know. And then and then they started talking about yeah. like, okay, Jared Leto is signed on to be Morbius. Like, okay, we have something here. Poor now Jared Leto. Fuck up Joker because of the crappy I think Suicide gonna, Squad. I think take. he's going to be back. Suicide Squad. I I challenge everyone to challenge watch, him. I challenge you to watch it again if you only watched it once or if you haven't watched it before. Watch it twice. If you watch it more than one time, you will actually realize that that movie is actually pretty fucking good for and, a, for a DC and movie for Jared sure. Jared Leto's performance in there is pretty fucking good. I I am never going to back down from Suicide Squad because the the longer that I sit and watch that show and really like analyze it, I I enjoy it. I really do. I I mean it's the one out of all the newer ones that I go this one has potential. This one really does have potential. Yeah. They did the characters right. That's the thing that that's the thing that gets lost on all of these fucking movies right now is they deviate too much from the actual comic book yeah. character. You know, Captain Boomerang looks like Captain Boomerang. Killer Croc looks like Killer Croc. Harley Quinn looks and acts like Harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. Yes, Jared Leto's Joker is something different. I again, here's the challenge. I challenge you to come up with a character that previously had a academy award women winning performance and not do the same thing and try, i challenge and, yeah. you or try to uh not get total fucking criticism exactly based only on the fact that you exist yeah and that's it he was damned if he did he was damned if he did that's exactly and, right. and so that's yep. the thing is like you can take shits all over that but at the same time like at the beginning of suicide squad when they when they finally get dead shot, yep, Batman's the one that brings him in, and you're just like, oh, Batman's it in was this movie. very it was very smart that they put Batman even for a couple of scenes in that movie. Yeah. It was like good because this is part of your thing. Like, yeah, Batman comes in and takes in Deadshot, or Batman gets on top of the car, with and he Harley didn't Quinn strong arm him. Yep. You know, like that's the thing too is like he just, he basically. Yep. Used his mental leverage to be like, you don't want to do this in front yeah, of your kid. Try to do this, and yeah. I'll I'll beat yeah. you anyway, and you'll be. And you're gonna do this in front of you. Really, you're gonna do this in front of your fucking daughter. Really, that's, you want to go this route? That's actually classic, like manipulative yeah. Batman. It's yeah. pretty perfect. It's, actually, it's classic. Maybe that's the best Batman. It's we've classic. Seen was barely yeah. Batman, and it's classic yeah. art altruism. You know, yeah. like that's the way that you handle things. Is like you you could do it with your hands. Mm-hmm. Don't do it with your hands. You know, the the best defusion is to just talk it out right and that's exactly what he does you know because that's you know fighting fire with fire yeah he could probably wind up dead in the hands of dead shot but he 
saw that the little girl was there. Why not use it? You know, yeah. you got a 50 50 chance at that point. You know, I think, yeah, I think I don't hold the exact same pen you do have in Suicide Squad, but I also don't hold like the general consensus of it being terrible. Yeah. I thought it was decent and I've, I've seen it more than once to enough to the point where I took Take another Enchantress look at it. out of it yeah. and it's a great show. And even then, I think they could have done and Ench- they did Enchantress really well, I think, at the beginning of that movie and then just totally yeah. went a weird direction yeah. and made her the big bad. Which was kind of strange, but I think at the beginning of that movie, I was like, oh, this is kind of fucking cool. Well, and they they did exactly what they shouldn't have done, which was went CGI heavy in that movie, you know. And also, Viola Viola Davis is a fucking perfect uh, Amanda Waller. You you couldn't have picked a better person to be Waller in that situation. I mean, she's just a bad And not to date this this particular podcast, but there's a new movie that uh, Viola Davis is in called yeah. uh, Widows. Mm-hmm. And I when I saw oh, that... Oh, where she's just going out just fucking... I could have fucking sworn... shit I'm, up. I'm like, this Waller. is Amanda Waller's <laughs> origin story yeah. right here. She's you know? just out there so, just pissed off, and yeah. she's about to just use her fucking... her insane manipulation exactly. abilities. Exactly. Wouldn't that be happen. awesome yeah. if in a roundabout way... And, and it's kind of like uh, the movie Life. Yeah. Um, did you hear about the whole uh, conspiracy theory behind Life? Uh-uh. That it's actually a prequel to Venom, really? Yeah. So oh, huh. yeah. So you know, it is one of those funny things. It's where, a fun thing to, to yeah, conjecture yeah, yeah, about. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. You know what? Whatever. You whatever. Know? Why yeah. Not? You exactly. Know? And, and so I don't know, man. I I know we've been talking a lot. I hope you uh, figure out a good way to uh, get this thing out to the public. Um, but uh, I I want to tell you before I I take off that I have had an extraordinary time doing these two episodes with you. I, I pray that I get a phone call here in the next couple of months to be like, hey, you got to come back on. Oh, of course. We had a fucking blast, and I'm you, able to sit down and do this. Before you get that phone call, you already have a standing invitation whenever yeah, you want yeah, it. So yeah. if you ever but just I'll, think I'll of something. I'll certainly take it, and, yeah. and uh, I, I know that you're going to have other great guests on, um, and I'm super excited about it. I, I have listened to Knowledge from the Couch podcast from You're its a day, inception, a day one. Oh yeah, supporter. Yeah, and and a year plus of this bullshit. In and your ears. it would take an insane amount of shitty work from you, which I know does not exist. Oh, thanks, for me man. to ever deviate from even thinking <laughs> about not doing it. I was talking to your wife earlier, and and it's one of those things where like, come Friday, I live for this. I literally start work at like seven in the morning and I sit there and refresh my stitcher because sometimes just constantly and sometimes, I, and sometimes it's it like, takes a while for me to get one like, out. Yeah. Fuck, yeah. I, I leave it for this ain't <laughs> happening today. So I'll find it on Monday. Yep. But um, typically at about like one o'clock, something like that, I'm just getting into like my my rush hour of my day. I'm able to pop that thing on and it gets me through an hour um of of work and i always enjoy it and i always learn something i can't tell you how many people um i've learned about through the three seasons and different things that happen um and like you said earlier i usually hit you up on facebook to say nice job or Mm -hmm. hey i got a question about this you know and and uh i'm never gonna stop doing that nice but um I think what you're doing here is uh, an awesome job. I love the setup. I cannot wait to hear all of the other great people you're going to have on here. And uh, like I said, I, I hope at some point I'm able to come back on. Oh, and, for sure. Uh, fucking riff with you or you can teach me or I can teach you whatever it is. Uh, this is definitely a, a format that I really enjoy. 
Yes, of course. And I, I really do appreciate all your kind words. I wish every one of my fans was as nice about this as you are. Uh, that would be a wonderful. Get BS. a fucking real job. Yeah, get a real job, you bitch. I do have a real job, by the way. Yeah. Uh, but anyhow, yeah, man. I of course you have an open invitation. I'm glad that I can provide some, you know, historical uh, something into your life, where you, I inject a story or inject something into your weekly, uh, your weekly, you know, uh, routine. And I'm glad to be able to not only go on your show and 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 chit chat and shit because I mean we've been friends yeah, for, you can for show years up any now time and do that. Yeah, I'd we, actually encourage that so that I don't have to, to have the kids all the time on there. <laughs> yes, if we can ever make it happen, I will definitely always come over. Yeah. We'll do one quick, but um, you know, I, I I appreciate just 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 being able not only to because uh, like I was saying, we we've been friends for a long time now. Oh yeah, and this is this was the commonality that we built our friendship on when it began was our love of 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 the same sort of stuff. Yeah. We have a lot of common interests and listening to Jim Rome in the back yeah, of a target. Yeah, yeah, we we did that then we grew our beards out and when we when I release this episode you'll get to see the pictures of uh, right. of, of our stepbrother. It is. I still show people that to this day and that's always a hit. You have Even it on the mantle. Later. I have it in my room yep. looking towards the bed that my <laughs> wife and I do <laughs> terrible things to each other too. So I'm always there watching. So you're watching literally. <laughs> um but yeah, it's it's fun to not only be able to like give you whatever I give you in terms of of a historical, I guess, education, but it's fun to be able to riff on the same shit that we're into that doesn't have anything to do with that. Like we just went. Right. I think this show actually lasted longer than the last one, which is amazing because we just went. That's how easy it is for us to just go. It yeah. doesn't even matter. It's yeah. really really pretty simple. It's two two buddies just talking, just talking. Yeah, and it's been it's been a blast. I'm I'm so glad I've been able to have you here as well, and I'm glad that people are going to be able to listen to this. I hope you enjoy hearing your own voice back to yourself when you listen. I always to do because I'm a narcissist. Because so, I'm a fucking narcissist. Yeah. yeah, you know that's the funniest thing about it's it's funny for you too because you are a man who who was raised in radio and did it in college. Yeah, you got very used to hearing yourself on the monitor oh, whenever yeah. you would talk. So to you, it's like old hand, but that's always the one thing that people always, you know, uh, uh, talk about being the weirdest shit is like hearing themselves. Yeah. Once you get over that, it's it's yeah, it's it takes like a while, breathing. but it's, it's really not that hard. And, yeah. and I've gotten I become a bit of a narcissist I, myself. I uh, will. I will say I got to uh, before we go. Yeah. Um, now that you bring that up. So the one <laughs> eh, I fucking hate this. Um, <laughs> the one thing that I remember distinctly about um, my time on the radio at. Uh, and, and KWSC uh-huh. is um, so like you said it's old hat once you get used to it you just kind of fall into the routine yep well we always had a rotation on there um, to read the news yeah and sometimes so you just get like a copy from somewhere yeah yeah you mm-hmm. just go on the AP way back when it was <laughs> fucking on dot matrix and shit yep. like that so you type in you'd find you know five ten stories to talk about and just run them through quick. and so um sometimes your your rotation would fall on a weekend you know where yep. you're obligated and you know like if you find somebody hours yeah if you could find somebody to do it great no problem if you couldn't no big deal you just go in and you fucking read for you know it's like a 20 minute yeah not a huge deal yeah, pretty easy 20 minute thing yeah um, and so I remember one time my dad came up after a few years of me being on the radio and uh, 
you know, we were, we were just going to, you know, make it a day of it. And I said, well, dad, I, you know, I've got a rotation on the radio. I just got to, you know, 20 minutes, just tune into, you know, 92, nine and, and listen to me, you know, it'd be fun. It'll you be know? fun. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so I do what I normally do, which is not fucking prep at all. So yep. literally just 10 minutes it. before, 10 minutes before the newscast, I go and print off like 10 things. And I'm just like, ah, fuck I'll it read out. it. It'll I'll be just fine. fucking read. Yep. So I read it. I read it just awesome. Right. Yep. And we get to the end and you're doing your like sign out line. And I, I'm reading because it, uh, because I actually, you know, copy and paste it all out. Yeah. And it says, uh, for KWSC FM 92.9, uh, you know, the, the cat or whatever it is at the time. Um, I say, I'm Aaron Hogg and I go, Hogue, Hogue, Hogue. <laughs> and to this day. My dad still gives me shit because I read our last name wrong on the air, and he thinks that's the biggest, funniest fucking thing in the world. Because, it's of like, course, one thing you shouldn't fuck up is your exactly. own name, right? I, I could have <laughs> fucked up any word in, in to 10 news stories mm-hmm. with... I, I remember that day I was I did a, a fucking... Uh, story on hockey, yeah, because it was like Stanley Cup championships mm-hmm. or something like that. All these Russian fucking names, yeah, nail them all phonetically, yeah. And yeah. somehow I fuck up my Your last name, name, yep. And it's the day that my dad happens to be listening. <laughs> so, you know, I, I mean, we're all prone to. Um, you can't be a pro one hundred percent of the time. Every yeah. even the best personalities yeah. have a flub here and yeah. there. Uh, they have radio. Uh, they have engineers that can press the uh, cough button if they have a yeah, fuck exactly. up. They can because there's well these days there's a delay. There didn't used to be. Everything was live and live. But ever yeah. since Janet Jackson decided to show her boob, everything is now. Right. Uh, there's a delay. There's a delay. Yeah. So it's funny if you ever listen to live radio now with somebody who maybe has a. Um, an issue with curse words, the cough button is a nice little uh, yeah. pause it, miss it, and then exactly. the radio engineer just has a quick, you know, fix of the situation, which is amazing on its own. But yeah, you're allocated nine seconds normally, so you got plenty of time to yeah. erase something that maybe should not have been right. said either by you or by your guest who doesn't know any better. But anyhow, That's why I love podcasts. Yeah, because yeah, it doesn't matter what I say. This is exactly. my show. We can say whatever we want. And I'll edit it however I feel like. But honestly, I probably will leave everything in. I don't care. I you do, do. You do. If you don't give you a don't. shit. Whoever's listening to this, I hope you uh, enjoyed this like hour and 40 minute uh, excursion <laughs> into the mind of two middle aged, nearly middle aged men now. Uh, pretty cool, man. Uh, guys in their 30s talking about comic books. I hope That's you right. enjoyed that. And Elon Musk. And Elon Musk and Bob Ross and... Uh, His uh, sexual um, proclivity. Yep. And Mr. Rogers being like a Vietnam sniper, even though that never happened. But anyway, <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this episode, whatever number it may be of the Knowledge from the Couch podcast, in conjunction with the All Things Action video cast. Um, it's I, a mashup, It's baby. a mashup, baby. You can find me on Twitter at Kyle Steinhauser or... At the Couch Pod, if you want to follow this show's page, you can go to Facebook, search Knowledge from the Couch Podcast, or search All Things Action Video Cast. You will find either of us there and join yeah. our communities and hear what we have to say. I try to post on a weekly basis, if not a little more often, to let people know what's up, and so does Aaron. Um, you can find this podcast anywhere podcasts can be found. If you have an iPhone, you have Apple Podcasts automatically installed. Find it there. If you have an Android phone, download either Stitcher or Spotify. If you use it for music, you can find my show there. 
Um, Google Podcasts is a new thing that you can now just use, kind of like Apple Podcasts. It just is on your Android phone these days. Um, you can find Aaron's show on YouTube. Search All Things Action on YouTube in the search bar. You'll you'll come right up to it. And yeah, that is kind of the plugs section. I think we covered most everything. Um, I just kind of stopped giving the email of my show out because nobody ever emails it. But knowledgecouch@gmail.com like if, really yeah. if you really want to contact me there. Uh, most people who want to contact me know a and better think, way to get I think we're at like uh, allthingsactioncast at gmail.com. You feel like you have to make one just to have it, but there's really I haven't even no checked reason. it recently. So, yeah, it, it, we may be... Yeah, Ed McMahon may be sending us a million dollars, and I don't know about it. <laughs> well, uh, hopefully uh, he didn't from the grave or whatever, because I, I believe that's a dead person From as the well. grave. <laughs> Here's your publisher's clearinghouse million dollars. Oh, boy. Anyhow, guys, I hope you enjoyed this crazy mashup. I hope you would enjoyed uh, a duel dulcet tones uh, through a couple of real cheap microphones and I hope that you all have a wonderful day wherever and whenever you listen to the show guys I hope you enjoy it peace peace